The text that calls for our attention this Lord's Day is our Old Testament reading for today from Jeremiah chapter 17, and especially these words. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is in the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I enjoy art. Well, at least the art that I enjoy. But the few times in life when I went to a museum that features art, I must admit that I'm always a little amazed and even a little befuddled at the people who can just stare into a piece of art for minutes on end in silence. They seem to just get lost in that world that they are looking into. And while I may not understand fully that impulse, I think it's sort of what we ought to do today with our text from the prophet Jeremiah. For there indeed, Jeremiah paints for us two pictures, we might say, through his words. And we would do well to stare into each of them for a few moments. The first picture is that of a dried-out shrub sitting in the midst of the wilderness. As you stare into this painting, you get the sense that death is somewhere there right off the edge of the canvas, waiting to jump into the picture. Of this shrub, Jeremiah says, nothing shall come to it. Yes, we might say that this shrub that we have painted here really only has the appearance of life and not life itself. The second picture we have painted is one that is actually brushed onto the canvas several places throughout Scripture. It's the image of a lush tree that is flourishing because it is planted by water. Its roots extend right into the water in order that it can always have the refreshment that it needs. It flourishes, even when the heat begins to rise because of the scorching sun. Even then, its leaves are green. Even in a year of drought, this tree still flourishes because of its proximity to the water. Yes, as you stare into this picture, you cannot help but see life everywhere you look. So what are these two differing pictures meant to illustrate? Well, Jeremiah tells us. The first painting, he says, is the picture of a man who trusts in man. The one who thinks that their strength alone is sufficient to make it through each day. And the Lord simply calls such a man cursed. He is cursed by his own insistence of sufficiency. For he believes he doesn't need the Lord and therefore does not have him. The second picture, though, is a picture of the one who trusts in the Lord. In Psalm 1, where this same picture is painted, we get a few more descriptions of such a man or woman. It says there that he does not hang out in the company of evildoers. 
His delight is in the law and instruction of the Lord, and on such instruction he meditates day and night. This man is blessed because he knows that he cannot do everything on his own. He understands he needs the Lord and has him. Jesus says in the words recorded in our gospel reading for today, that such a man, that living tree, well, Jesus says theirs is the kingdom of heaven. He says that their hunger will be satisfied, their weeping, it will be turned into laughter, their reward will be great in heaven. And Paul, he tells us that those who trust in the Lord, well, they will be raised up bodily on the last day, just as Jesus was, in order they can receive all of the rewards that Jesus has promised to give them. Yes, these two paintings are truly quite starkly different. When you look at one, you can't help but see death. And when you look at the other, you can't help but think of life. And yet, in the reality of everyday life, I suppose these two paintings should be hung pretty close to one another. For it's not too far of a trip from one painting to the other. For really, it all ends up being about this. How do we think of ourselves, and how do we think about God? Yes, if we are not obviously aware that we need the Lord's help and that he gives it to us, well, then all of a sudden we will be looking like that dying shrub that Jeremiah told us about. But if we trust in the Lord, we will be that living tree. But how quickly it can be that one position is transitioned into the other. Satan simply needs to deceive a man into thinking that he is sufficient to himself or a woman, that she is sufficient to herself. And all of a sudden, the person in turning to themselves has turned away from God. While they may not think that anything has changed in the moment, all of a sudden they will realize that they are now that shrub, drying out in the middle of the wilderness. So we must be on guard, for Satan's deceptions are many. But what does it look like to be on guard? Well, to continue to use the image that we have in Jeremiah, he tells us that to be on guard is to let our roots, our roots, go way out into the water, into the water that is Jesus. And how do we do that? Well, first, we don't let our ears be filled with the words of evildoers. Instead, we give a hearing to God's word time and time again. We gather weekly to hear that word proclaimed here and to receive the sacraments that God has given for his people. And in our homes, we gather there around the word as well. We read the word, we sing the word, we pray the word, we memorize the word. For that word, it is the water that keeps us thriving. Yes, if we will be by that water, Jesus, we will be alive. And this not because of our effort, but because of his grace in keeping us so. But on the other hand, if we sort of pull back our roots from that living water by not gathering with God's people every seven days, well, we'll start to shrivel up. 
if our homes become dry places where the word of God is never read or discussed, we will dry up. Soon we will think nothing has changed, but it will have changed. We will be those dry shrubs in the middle of the wilderness, one hot day or one year of drought away from spiritual death. This, of course, is all important because in the end it affects our eternal life and where we will spend it. But it's equally important because it tells us about our life already now. Note that one of the main things that is said about the living tree is that it can survive a day of heat or even a year of drought because the roots, they're way out there in the water. You and I know that life is filled with hot days, though you might not know it living here at this time of year. Of course, I speak, though, not of days where literally the sun has pushed up the temperature to the point where sweat begins to form on the forehead, but I speak of days that are full of the heat of trouble and trials. And if those days come and you are not planted by the living water Jesus, Those days will do you in quickly. But if your life is being gathered with people of God each week and meditating on his word day and night, well, when that day comes, it still won't be very pleasant to experience, but you will be kept alive. You will be kept alive because Christ will keep you alive. He will help you to survive those hot days. And it's even more important when those hot days do turn into years of drought. And I think we all know, again, that sometimes life gives years of drought. There are those periods of life where the heat does not subside like the sun that sets at night. Financial troubles seem to persist and persist. Health ailments just will not go away. And relationships remain strained. And when those years of drought come, well, you had better be planted by Jesus. For when there is more than you can handle, it is best to be right where Jesus is, for he can handle anything. Trust not in yourself. For if you are found to be alone, you will fail in the day of heat or in the year of drought. That last little bit of life that's running through you will be scorched out. Trust in the Lord instead. Make your trust in the Lord. Gather with his people. Meditate on his word day and night, and he will make you a living tree. A living tree which even in the day of heat or the year of drought will still have green leaves and will still produce fruit. We began by staring into those two images that Jeremiah gave us. But for a moment, instead, imagine that you are staring into a mirror and looking into your own life. Ask yourself this question. Are you dried up? Is death crouching right next to you? Have you pulled back your roots a little too far from the water? If so, then simply repent today. For Jesus has promised that he will, with his words of forgiveness, and from his altar of life, forgive you of your sins. He will give to you all the gifts that he has won for you through his life, his death, and his resurrection. He will dig you up 
out of the wilderness of sin, and he will transplant you back to be planted right by his side, right there where your roots can go out into the living water. God alone makes you a tree that flourishes in this life and in the life to come, a tree that can keep going even in the hot day or in the year of drought. Jesus does this all. Blessed are you then, for yours is the kingdom of God. Amen.